Good evening, fam. How's everybody doing today? I hope you had an absolutely beautiful day. Just another day. I tell you that not a day goes by where we don't remember what happened over 9-11. And I tell you, the comparisons to J6 and all this other stuff are just absolutely absurd and ridiculous to compare something like January 6th to some major event like we saw that happened on 9-11 um, and all the other things are compared into. I tell you, man, this administration is just nauseating taking something that's so serious and demeaning it. Got some more news that's going to kind of line up with this because, of course, this administration is not going to let a day go by where they can't just ruin, uh, you know, a day of, of remembrance and sadness. So we'll talk about that into a moment. But, guys, this is Kilted Christian, episode 456. Actually, this is The Conley Show, episode 456, with special guest Kilted Christian. He didn't have a show tonight, so we're going to give him one. Guys, let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And then once again, this is The Conley Show with special guest Kilted Christian. We're going to go ahead and say hello to Livin' First. Livin', how are you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. Still no microphone. Screaming from across the room. We're going to take care of that hopefully soon. And then we're going to go ahead and say Conley live from the car running down the highway. Conley, how are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> and I'm even better because I only got a warning. I figured as much. <laughs> so, I only got a warning. Yeah, we, we, were, we were having our little pre-show and I noticed that his car got really bright and blue and red. <laughs> <laughs> stuff going on going on in the background i was like do you know who i am and he's like well i do now mr Conley. i see your driver's license <laughs> and uh, <laughs> i said well then i started to do a uh like a like a pelosi but i said well are you he's like what are you doing i said well right now you caught me in the middle of a podcast he's like who are you listening to i was like i'm on i'm about to go on the guilted christian and he's like oh Oh, well, I better so get you I out of here. <laughs> I better get you out of yeah. here quickly. <laughs> it's like you leave. So I guess I got a brake light out. And that's it. Did he call you Mr. Conley? And you said, uh, -uh excuse me, that's miss. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why are you gender affirming me, bro? Why are you gender affirming me? I, I saw a video that you'll appreciate um, earlier, Conley, talking about men. Um, it's harder for men to get grants and stuff or, you know, getting small businesses started. And the guy was like, look, what you need to start doing is going in and after those female grants mm -hmm. and associating as a woman and watch how fast they try to tell you that you're not really a female. Yes, exactly. They'll get all up in your stuff right then. You're like, no, 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 no. But I don't know, man. Maybe they will. Maybe they, I mean, maybe they won't. You can get some cash. I mean, I'm, I'm not to, trying. I'm almost willing to try. I'll take one of those female grants. That's right, <gasps> Mrs. Mrs. Joseph. <laughs> Mrs. Joseph. No, baby. Like, Mrs. You, Joseph. You couldn't even change it. Oh, that's Josephine. It's Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> Josephine. Why again? Why are you trying to gender my name now? <laughs> Can't you see I'm wearing a dress? <laughs> exactly. Touche. 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 So, uh, uh, Mary is eating. How did the event go? The event went really well. Rebecca Hardy is always a fantastic presenter. She was a speaker, but she was a presenter. And she is the president for Texas Va Texans for Vaccine Choice. And so she went over a lot of stuff that we already know. 
some new stuff. Um, the room had about 80 people in it. And um, then she went over some of the legislative stuff that they had a huge impact on. And that's something we're going to talk about tomorrow night. And then uh, we're going to have her on the show um, after we come back from Bards Fest. And then we'll also going to have the uh, sheriff of Upshur County, who was there as well. Nice. Uh, have him on, too. He's up for re-election. And uh, it's a county up in uh, out of the middle of East Texas. But uh, it was really good. And they did they had some really good accomplishments. And it proved what what going to the state house can do and getting in your representative or your senator's offices, what kind of impact that will have and can have. Awesome. And uh, so it was, it was really good. And uh, a lot, you know, everybody's receptive preaching to the choir on some of that stuff for, for a lot of people, but um, um, they, uh, like I said, she just, she just does a really good job. And uh, it was neat and it was neat to kind of plug in with some people out here. Yeah. Um, who've been doing, who've been doing, who've been doing really good work. I mean, well, they've been doing the work. Well, you're, and, you're, um, you're looking pretty swift, man. You went all nice. He's got the sports coat on pink thong. Like you dressed up in the, in the, in the nice. I did. Wait, you I did. And <laughs> it was cool because they were like, Oh, you know, you've got your pink thong on. And uh, I said, yes, but it's a camo pink thong. So I'm still manly. But my, um, you know, my, uh, my jacket fit really well. And I've got a good, uh, nice starched white shirt on. Yeah, man. You're and looking uh, spiffy. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Now they look a lot better. Now this is why we should be uh, uh, not just an audio show. We should do a video as well. See, well, Conley cleans up super well i look like a guy who's trying to clean up you know what i'm saying they're like hey you made an effort you made an effort <laughs> that's it looks like you brought your seat on the, on the <laughs> i always bring my c game <laughs> yeah always brought a c game well that's then you're now you're mimicking the conley show <laughs> exactly man we're, we're on par man we are yeah. c players <laughs> we're all about the c game Hey, all that matters is if you make the playoffs, not what place you get into it, right? And how well you look. Exactly. While doing it. Hey, man, well, you're, you're, you're looking great, man. You're pulling that off well. Like I said, I look Thank like you. a guy. They're like, man, you, you really tried? <laughs> I'm, I'm not undressing. What do you mean pulling it off? And I'm loving this, man. This is commitment right there. He goes from his event and he comes on um, the Conley show featuring Kilted Christian. Featuring um, Kilted Christian and living. Cruising down the highway. Are you driving? I am driving. Well, class of 69 had to get gas, so I'm stopped right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's getting. He gets... um, yeah, see, got to deposit. So. Uh, my dad, my dad, fighting Texas Aggie class of 69, had to get some fuel, so we had to stop for a minute. Again, I wish I wish the state trooper would have pulled me off here. It would have been made more sense. Yeah, no lie, man. I know you could have just killed two birds with one stone, right? But high five to the Texas DPS, because very professional. No, he sounded and, real uh, nice. I mean, it was just, and just so you guys know, um, it was a light out on the front of the car. So, you know, the same yeah, thing that yeah, happens just, to all I got of a us. light out. Sadly, I didn't even. Yeah, how do we find this out? Always a cop pulling us over. You never just find which, out because you're usually behind those two lights. Well, which is crazy because um, 
he knew that my 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 front light was out because um i was driving down the road backwards so that's how he could see it <laughs> which is amazing and he was like well done to you fair play and um i said thank you and thanks for checking yeah perfect there you go man see and i wasn't but i wasn't speeding very fast very fast no very fast <laughs> Yeah, you 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 don't really speed very fast. It's it's like the ten mile per hour rule. See, like I said in Kentucky, the speed signs are more of a suggestion. Yeah, they are they are here too. But I was on the you know like we were talking about before the on the pre show I was through the long and winding roads of East Texas before we hit the hit the highway, and um, well, I hit the highway and apparently got popped. So apparently, I just need to stay on the back roads. Yeah, well. You got to get home safely, man. And like I said, I'm thankful that you came on the show. So, um, do you have any videos you're gonna play? Play. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well I can play them from my phone. That would be interesting if I could play the videos from my phone when I can't even do it from my, you know, my PC while I'm on regular show time. Yeah, that's a very good point. Well, then I will lead your show, and and then I'll let's follow. go. Let's do Kilted <laughs> Christian now. All right, back to Christian featuring the Conley, the Conley Monday. And for those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to, I'm sorry. We got right in the conversation. Thankful you all are here. Kind of weird. I don't see Matt and Hev here. They're no. always here. They're yeah. always here. Maybe, They're always here. That's date funny. Night. That's the truth. Date night. Oh, it's date night. Well, good for them. Oh, it's date night. Good oh. for them. Good for them. That makes sense. Well, sure. I'm going to start off by reading this little thing that I found, and it's pretty it just it's a great little story um and i think we can all kind of relate to this i'm going to read this real quick so the donkey told the tiger the grass is blue the tiger replied no the grass is green the discussion became heated and the two decided to submit the issue to arbitration so they approached the lion the king as they approached the lion on the throne the donkey started screaming your highness isn't the grass blue the lion replied if you believe it if you, the grass is blue so the donkey rushed forward and continued. The tiger disagrees with me, contradicts me, and annoys me. Please punish him. So the king then declared, the tiger will be punished for three, with three days of silence. So the donkey jumped with joy and went on his way, content and repeating, the grass is blue, the grass is blue. The tiger asked the lion, your majesty, why have you punished me? After all, the grass is green. The lion replied, you've known and seen the grass is green. The tiger asked, so why do you punish me? The lion, that has nothing to do with the question of whether the grass is blue or green. The punishment is because you dis, um, because you degraded, or excuse me, because it is degrading for a brave, intelligent creature like you to waste your time arguing with an ass. And on top of that, you came and bothered me with that question just to validate something that you knew was already true. The biggest waste of time is arguing with the fool and a fanatic who doesn't care about the truth or reality, but only the victory of his beliefs and illusions. So never waste time on discussions that make no sense. There are people who, for all the evidence presented to them, do not have the ability to understand. Others who are blinded by ego, hatred, and resentment, and the only thing that they want is to be right if they aren't. Yeah, that was uh, pretty well said because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've spent my time arguing with a few asses myself. It's amazing that that's the, isn't that like the logo or the mascot of the crap party? Isn't that ironic? <laughs> uh, there are no coincidences. And notice they didn't use the elephant. They used the tiger instead because 
Well, the elephants are the asses too. They are. They're just, they're just bigger, bigger asses. They're just big asses. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. I saw that last night, and I was like, "Hmm, that's pretty awesome." So this I like is it. before the show. Um, Livin and I were talking to uh, Scotty Films, and and we're trying to get him on. Um, but sadly, you know, he won't come on. But um, I'll tell you why. I actually really liked his reply that he gave to us. He said, um, where'd he go? Um, he said, I appreciate it, brother, but I don't like to talk in public because my goal is to get people to see what's up without speaking a word. And that's just awesome mm. because, um, Scotty films, if you guys watch Scotty films, I'm sure you have, um, the dude's also cool. We got so, um, he, he's an amazing film. He has been dedicated to making these short films for a while and he, and he has perfected the art of getting a huge boss in, in very short videos. Mm -hmm. Um, right. and you know, I've got mad respect for him. Um, and like I said, I would have loved to have him on, but I completely get it. I completely get it. Cause I was the same way for a while. And then I was like, no, um, it's time for me to step out and, and start, you know, like really getting into a, a big discussion. So, um, yep. so the cool thing is though, is he's got in our area. Yes. So, um, we'll be able to meet up with him at some point in person. And, uh, I'll tell you that story, but yeah, he's a phenomenal guy. Um, I've got yeah. mad respect for the work that he does. And that would have been a great conversation to two video makers, but, um, I can get a anon on who was another phenomenal filmmaker. Um, he was the one that originally got me to move to become Payne's angels. Cause yeah. you know, back when I was, uh, a Fortnite Patriot, um, the videos, my videos were so long. They were like an hour, hour and a half long. So I tried condensing them and so forth. So the style of pain's angels came from the influence of a anon and he was really mm -hmm. new at editing. So, um, he was helping me market, um, or, you know, kind of refine everything down to, you know, the short attention span of the people. And then I ended up, um, helping him edit. I actually purchased him from his first editing software and he has become like pretty big yeah, at, at doing his videos too. So it's just great examples of Patriots helping Patriots. Um, now one thing that's the way it should be. No, and they both, no, you're no. talking some, and if, for those of you who have been on the old, on the X, yeah. formerly known as the twit, you guys know who those guys are. Yes. Um, those are some, those are some good, good people. Those are some good people, helpful people. Oh, yeah helpful people yeah who make who who put out a really good product just like you put out a really good product the thing i appreciate that that's the thing though is that they none of them they really talk about ourselves we're all like dude oh my god i'm so you're, you're i'm saying it and then they throw it back at you but there's no look there's a group of the old anons that are real kind of the humble you know what I'm the humble it, ones it's yeah. about the work it's not about being known but speaking of that let's go the opposite direction of that the egos okay so um I, I, there's, I don't think there's any way of me mentioning this without mentioning names, but, oh, um, in the matrix, you guys, I'm sure are familiar with in the matrix yeah. and, and shady yeah. groups. So, so recently, and like I said, I've got no problem with them, you know, in case they listen to this guys, I'm not ragging on you guys, um, by any means, I'm just trying to understand what the back and forth is about right now, because there, a lot of people are going back and forth and throwing under the bus. And like me personally, like. You know, if I've got an issue with someone or I don't like something that someone's become or they're doing, I just don't say anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just let it go off and focus on the um and focus on the the big picture, the information getting out because it's not a matter of where the information's coming from, putting it out there. It's about the information. You know, and I and I think right. we all agree on that 100%. Like it's not about 
you know, Conley or Joseph or living. It's, it's about the, the only, I've said it before. We're trying to get our name in the book of life, not like the history books. So mm -hmm. today, um, matrix <clears throat> called out general Flynn and, and that this is, this is what I'd love to, I, like I said, this is the reason I'm bringing this up because I mean, if I remember, um, they were at Bards Fest, the original Bards Fest, and they were hanging Jeff out. Was. With, yeah, yeah. They, and he was hanging out with uh, with Joe Flynn, who we've had on our show yep. multiple times. Yeah, um, or had on our our old show multiple times. We've become friends with them as well, and and uh, the Flynns, and um, and all of a sudden, like they the complete. I don't know if they turned on one another, but but this is this is what Flynn replied back to Matrix tonight. Oh. Oh, he did. Did he really? Oh, yeah, he did. Wow. He said, he said, F you, you POS. <laughs> wow. And he was like, don't talk about, it, yeah, Joe, Joe, man, Joe can sing plight work. She brings that one up, man. He got up there on the stage and sang with, uh, with wild. I believe it was. Yeah. 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 You know, they, they, some of that is that they've been, and I've watched that back and forth. Well, I've watched what they've been putting out there and they've been bringing up some that are inconvenient. Yeah. For discussion. But, and you've had, a, um, you know, obviously defending, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Flynn. They, one of the things that got brought up though was, you know, his um, in defense of Q saying he didn't know what it was, right? Yeah. But um, I happen to catch some threads today. Uh, you remember uh, Veronica? Oh yeah, well yeah, um, yeah, uh -huh. yeah Walensky. Yeah, yeah, yeah Walensky. They knew who she was. Yeah, they've got pictures of her, you know, with all that stuff, and they knew what she was about. Dude, and General Flynn gave me, and I'm not joking. I wear it. I gave me a "Where We Go" and "We Go All" bracelet. Bracelet. Yeah, yeah like literally so, came from his hand to mine. I just, I don't, I don't, I, don't I, I think he's, well, I, from a political standpoint, yes, he's having a crawfish. Um, cause they'll, they will, they will splatter him with a bunch of stuff that like they do anyway. Yeah. And I like Jeff and I like shady group. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I like both of them. Um, I, I just want to know, like I said, cause I mean, how do you get to the bottom of who you can trust and who you can't? Um, because everyone loved Trump or excuse me, loved, uh, Flynn for a long time. Flynn. And sure then did. all of a sudden, like that kind of changed. And, and I just, like I said, I, there's some things like if I was to get in front of Flynn again, I'd, I have a couple of questions for him. I certainly don't not trust him. Um, because I'm one of those people that I need to know before I can say, no, I don't trust him. Like I'll never talk about right. anybody unless I've got like the receipts. Solid. Um, you know, so I would love to know I, about that, you know? And, and like I said, as a, Jeff and I, I like Jeff when I met him, Shady Grove was awesome. Or Shady Grove um, reached out to me multiple times. Um, or, but, you know, I just, it, it's just weird how all of a sudden, like, there's this, there's this big turning on each other. And, and it's just, it's like odd. It, it's really odd, you know, and I think there was a question or two early on, you know, when he was out at Linwood's house. But I think a lot of people have a tendency, honestly, to put these people in a different realm than we are and they're no different than we are yeah. they're people they're human they're having to just because you know flynn knows where the bodies are buried let's say 
doesn't mean that he's not questioning or he doesn't have doubts or he's not having to vet things. And it doesn't mean that he's not going to make some mistakes or hang around with some questionable people. Yeah, because we live in we, we live in an age where you can you can have somebody walk up to you and take a picture with you and put that on the internet, and now it's used against you because you can have David Duke walk up to you and take a and take a selfie with you, put it up on the internet, and now people think that you're you know a white supremacist because he walked up to you and yeah. took a picture. Yeah, exactly. You see what I mean? Oh, so no. you, you, you know, you got to, you got, there's an element of that too. Yeah. And I would just, I'd love to just understand. Like I said, they were like, they were tight. Like Joseph Lynn and uh, Jeff were really tight for a long, 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 long time. And all of a sudden it just kind of went awry. But, but they I'm going to bring something up too. And I'm not saying this, I'm not saying this is the case. But you know who also knows where the bodies are buried? The ones that buried the bodies. Yeah. True. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yep. And, and they do. Yeah. I don't know. It reminds me of that movie, The Shooter, you know, with. Uh, and they, yeah. they go to the old man's house to figure out who can make a shot like that. And he's mm -hmm. talking about, you know, burying bodies in Terlingua. You have men like that who won't say a word. Yeah. And that's why they're you you don't right? You sound like a robot. You're you're breaking up. <laughs> so yeah. Yep, he sounds like an android. <laughs> <laughs> He does. He sounds like an AI. <laughs> Conley, can you hear me? That's horrible. That's horrible. That's East Texas. Yeah, exactly. I know. I've got one of those. I on can. The, yes. There we go. I've got one of those yep. on the road that I, I drive down to. Um, it's like everything's perfect, and all of a sudden, pff, gone. <laughs> yeah, gone. It's the, the it's the tall trees. Yeah, exactly. Or or our case, the, the tall mountains. Well, <laughs> tall, the, tall well not mountains. real tall, but they're tall enough. They're bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I tell you what, it's something to pay attention to. And it's so some of the, the, the fracturing will within just that small part of the movement. And it's and it is and it's a rather large part of the movement. I don't mean to say small. It's a rather large part of the movement. And you see how quickly people to not the defense, but they jump in with a, a lot of rage when people begin to ask questions. And that's exactly the very thing that they're trying to defend is Q. That's the very thing that they said to do, which was question and ask questions about stuff. <laughs> Steve says that your thong's on too tight. <laughs> it is, except it hasn't made, it's not tight enough. My voice isn't that high. <laughs> I'm I'm only I'm only I'm only trying to get in a Terminator movie and not the uh, Vienna Boys Choir. Well, <laughs> speaking of the Terminator movie, I don't know how busy you've been today or if you've seen much, but um, there was a, and I couldn't tell if it was like actors pretending to be artificial intelligence robots or if they were actually artificial intelligence robots, and if they were actually artificial intelligence robots that were at the what San Diego game, I think um. So. 
I'm horrified because like other than the mechanical mechanisms, um, they walk like humans, they move like humans. Like it's pretty freaky. So part of me was like, man, please be actors. <laughs> What I saw the story, but I didn't. I didn't open it up, and I didn't have time to get into it. What What ended up happening with that? Well, they didn't what? kill everybody in the st- in the stadium, so it was good. Um, yet, yet, but they were they were walking around um, on the sidelines, and there was what four of them, maybe. I think four. I think yeah. there was like four of them, and uh, you know, other than the weird staring people down and looking at them, but I mean, like I said, at that point, it could have been actors playing artificial intelligence bots. But they, the way they walked and the way that they moved, they like if good. they literally didn't have the mechanical stuff showing on their face, you would not know that they weren't human. No way, good. really, yeah. really. What was the point? What was the what was the point of having them there? Who brought them there? I don't know. I, I imagine to get us used to the fact that we're about to be enslaved or removed, <laughs> or 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 to question who's real and who's not. Exactly. Exactly, because they were claiming that they were artificial intelligence. But, you know, we're in a world right now where everyone is getting so good at faking everything. And we, we've we seen, um, like, I mean, it, to the point now where you see all these videos with stuff flying in the air and motherships yeah. and the lights over the earthquakes and all this stuff. And and I, I literally can't flip anything on now without going, is that CGI or is that real? Yeah. yeah. And that's. And that is the evil genius behind what they have done, been able to do. Mm-hmm. It is where where we've been able, to, where we've been like question everything, but now it is literally question everything, and they've been able to. I think they've kind of been able to flip that script a little bit. No, it is because I can take anything into my um, editing software, I can run filters on it, and so forth, and tell you if it's been CGI or if it's real. Um, but, but I don't do that anymore. And I'll tell you why I don't, because many people have the ability to pull that in and run through the filters, you know what I'm saying? So I have to look at it from the perspective of your average person now. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even bother doing it anymore because unless everyone had the ability to do it, um, it doesn't really matter because people are still going to be fooled or they're going to start questioning. And, and you're right. That's the brilliance of what they've done because then, when like frazzled drip comes to the public, what's going to end up happening? You know, they're going to be like, ah, that's the media is going to be like, that is a deep fake video and all this other stuff, like perfect setup to deny reality. Reality. Yeah. And you know, wasn't there an audio of that supposedly running around that was not the real audio? (laughs) And yes. And they're getting just as good with mimicking voices as they are yes. with mimicking oh, yeah. you know, actual visuals. You talk about a, you talk about a psyop. We're in the middle of a, a really good one. Yeah, I mean, we really are. We're, we're we're now we're questioning who people are and whether or not that's their real voice, whether or not that's the real person underneath a prosthetic. Um, you know, we all know that the CIA has been doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. What was it? Uh, Bush Senior in the in the Oval Office with the with the CIA, uh, not the operative, but um, anal, not an analyst, but um, with the mask. Yes. Oh yeah, I remember in that. his office in the Oval Office, and he couldn't yeah. even tell. Like she went in as a man. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, many of you guys have probably seen videos show how much more 
um, effective and better um, those masks look and are. I mean, we, we all watch Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. If they're putting that out in a movie, more often than not, it's not entirely fiction. No, it, they're all that. Yeah, it exactly. may be science, but it's not fiction. No, exactly. Like, and and basically, what you're seeing in these movies is probably like technology that existed 50 years ago. Yeah, for so, sure. I mean, just like like for arti- sure, like pretty arti- crazy when you think about it, isn't it? Oh, it is like artificial intelligence reigning over here. I finally caught her with the robot face earlier. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was crazy. Total Recall, where um, you know he his he he comes in as that that older lady, and he and he starts coming apart. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll the, start seeing some of that though. No, the hologram mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. I don't think we're far away from any of that at all. No, 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 no. We're we we are not. Um and it's it's pretty horrifying. Like I said, what are we dealing with uh like more earthquakes flooding all over the place? Heck, was it Greece that was flooded with wine? Now that wouldn't have been so bad. Um, but I mean just there's flooding, there's earthquakes, fires, like everything's getting insane. <laughs> and then you want to go throw like aliens, motherships, and uh other stuff on top of it. All, all on top of that. Look at look at the earthquake in Morocco. How many? What's the death count up to now? Fifteen, eighteen hundred. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. I know. That's and, huge. And they'll memory hole that here. Um, <laughs> Repeat that. Can you say that again? I said it's sad. Nah. It's it's sad how the death count. And you're right; they'll probably memory hole it, um, pretty quickly. Now they will, and they'll move on to the next thing, whatever that is. Um, my my guess is uh, Herpagonocephaly Marburg, um, Ebola, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, guys. What, Put on your mask. What do you? What do you got there? I think I have ocular gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better put a mask on. Oh no, no, that is on the 2024 agenda. You're you're getting ahead of yourself, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Yuval Harari was talking about. No, now uh, totally. Um, you know, and then I'm, I'm seeing more stuff about the 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 vaccinations are going to be out within the next couple of days. And mm-hmm. from what I understand, these things are going to be a whole lot worse than the last batch that went through. So, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't have to speak to anybody here. I think everybody here is on the same page. But, you know, sadly, there's going to be more people running out there and getting the new one. Oh, yeah. Yes, they will. And I and I was talking to, uh, you know, well, obviously talking to people tonight and, and, and Rebecca Hardy. And I said, you know, if they didn't get it right the first time, which they may not have, they may have been too hurried. I think that the boosters... I think the boosters were the second, third, and fourth efforts for them to try to get them into people who may or may not have had any in their first round shots. Yeah. As it were. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's why I think there's such this huge push to to get vaccinated now and and to get the boosters because they they're trying to get something in in the people who who didn't get it the first time. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I believe you're 100% correct. And then this one right here is 
Oh, this one's just for the stupid people. I mean, I, I hate to be so blunt, but I mean, at this point, like, come on, you know, if, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, no need to wear a mask, no need to get the vaccination. Cause look, Conley and I are having this conversation right now, right along with living and none of us got vaccinated. None of us wore masks. And <laughs> guess what? No. As far as I know, man, we're still alive and kicking. I'm, I am. I know I'm not AI. Exactly. We're not live from heaven. Although that no, would be awesome. No. Although that would be cool. And that would be something. And then that everybody here listening, everybody here listening would be like, oh my. Uh, apparently we need to love Jesus more. Exactly. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you how beautiful it is up here. <laughs> the streets are really made of gold. I know we don't even need Wi-Fi. This right here, guys, is just me speaking into a tin can. <laughs> Actually, we're not even speaking to you, really. You're just here. You're hearing our thoughts. Yeah, you're hearing our yeah. thoughts. And they're coming through your ears. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe a year ago would have said, so what do you think? And then done God voice, but <laughs> that'll never happen again here. <laughs> that's your God voice. Oh, that's not God voice, Conley. <laughs> that was scary voice. Oh, Conley froze up. Oh. Conley froze up in his fancy suit. Exactly. Well, they were telling you, Conley, to put on the tinfoil hat yep. and you might get better reception. Or tell me, there we are, my back. Yes, yes you're back. back. Oh, I just wanted to say thanks, Steve, for going to the refrigerator and getting me some food. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's always there for us, man. Steve Steve got us through Saturday and Sunday, brother, brother fiance in a Bible with uh, espresso. Oh, yeah. Did. yeah, you guys ever want to see how many words I can put into an hour episode? <laughs> let me, let me, exactly, let me give some of the espresso machine that came from uh, Steve and his wife. And uh, we will, I can, let me we see can how fast I can read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph reads the Bible in two hours. <laughs> I had a double shot that lasted all day. <laughs> and the, and the apocrypha. Exactly. Yeah. And the apocrypha. That's on my And the apocrypha. <laughs> we're, living, we're living on it. Now. Yeah, um, we sadly we had to pull the greenhouse apart. <laughs> um, that required some more espresso. Um, we had to pull the greenhouse apart today, but we got it back the way that it's supposed to be. But we're the same part and the directions that we were before we pulled it yeah. apart and put it back together. Yeah. Hey, another shot goes through it. Yep. So hopefully we'll get more of that put up tomorrow and we'll eventually we'll get pictures of it, you know, um, in, in, uh, November of 2024, we're finished with it. <laughs> well, at least we all know where we're going for coffee when we're there. Hey, you, at least like, at least rain and I realize how much patience we have with each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. We've been, we've been like, is this right? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Let's read. Go. Let's go take twenty minutes and read the directions. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, when I when I throw the unchristian words out, it's like the same one. It's shite. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not like too deep into the unchristian words. But she's like, I don't think I've ever heard you curse. <laughs> no. Oh, making memories, making memories, making memories. Good. I mean, we pulled it apart and put it back together, and we moved it around earlier. And so it's still up. I know, man. She, Flightworth says, I bill one out of CD cases. Well, <laughs> uh, the CD cases are probably really what, cheap sure. right now. <laughs> and you can just bring us your CD cases, Mary. I know. You know what? This is how it's going to go down, guys. We'll be like, hey, look, the last screw, Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's what's gonna happen. Literally, Rapture comes right out screw in the greenhouse. We're like, oh man, just no, finished no, it, but that's okay. No, no, no. We lost that screw. Oh yeah, we did. We lost that <laughs> screw. So so we won't get to that one. We lost the nut. We didn't lose the screw. Oh, oh, oh it's a nut? Yeah. So oh, fortunately, okay. um, the they still make them at hardware stores. <laughs> the sad part is I'm gonna have to go buy a box of them to get the one that we need. If some of y'all have got enough CD players to make a greenhouse, you guys still owe Publishers Clearinghouse some money. Yeah, you definitely do. And uh, hey, at, at this or Columbia House, at the rate we're moving here, you guys can come help us finish this greenhouse at Parts Fest. Dude, <laughs> have a greenhouse raising. <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're in Amish country, man. Well, it'll just be Bards Nation raises greenhouse. Just tell us when we're putting in the last screw. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And then we'll all rapture together. <laughs> all the Texans have a different, they don't know what raising means. Apparently that for us it means we get to set it on fire. Yep. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, so, uh, and you know, like I said, but it, we'll, we'll, we should be at, at this right now, we'll literally be ready right before we can actually put the real garden in come springtime. <laughs> yeah. It'll be snowing on snowing on us. We're still out there trying to get the roof on the on the greenhouse. Hey, at least the chicken coops together. Have you seen that screw living? Hey, well, we at least we know the general area. Yeah, all I need to do is find a big magnet. That's true. We By that time, that. you just need to spray water on it. You can just ice it. Yeah, ice it together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or there he goes. We can't find the screw. Duct tape. Balon <laughs> wire. We'll yep. Be up using duct tape at some point. Exactly. I need to go find an old speaker. There's always there good magnets in the speaker. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God. It's so hilarious. So. Oh, yeah. So, Conley, check this one out. I'm going to read this one. This is, you know, the annoying thing I was talking about earlier about 9 11 is that every 9 11, what do you do? You get on social media and you've got all of us going, it was an inside job and here are the facts. And then you got everyone else going, you guys are a bunch of conspiracy theorists. Yep. Um, even some of the people that are on our side, the Patriots, you know, like Tom Fitton put up this video. He purchased the video that looked from that gas station over at the Pentagon. You know which one I'm talking about? He purchased it. Who did he buy it from? Um, I don't know who he purchased it, but he purchased it as he said to um, lay, you know, to bring out the facts once and for all that this wasn't a conspiracy. Rest. And I'm like, right. I said, your, your video only makes me know that this was real, that this wasn't a plane that hit it. Like, or, or, or you're telling me that a gigantic Boeing somehow went from here and hit the building and the frames that were in between missed it. Right. Right. You know, so I don't, I don't know what, what they're trying to do, but yeah. And then it just disappears. And then any of the stuff that they pulled out looked more like an engine the size of a Cessna or a drone. Well, there was no, there was no damage on the ground. As low as that thing was flying, there was no burn marks on the grass. Right. And then the hole, the holes that it made through the, through the rings just kept going. Then, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not kept going. It was, it was smaller and smaller. It yeah. wasn't big enough to be a jet. No wing. When holes. you look, when you, yeah, no wings hanging out there. Yeah. Like everything about it was sketchy. And apparently, um, although, uh, jet fuel is hot enough to burn through steel. Um, it's not yep. hot enough to burn chairs and paper. 
or, exactly. or, or passports. Exactly. So, so what could be the worst thing that could happen on this day? Well, first off, we had old, old cackles. So Biden didn't attend the actual ceremony today. Cackles yeah. attended in his in his place. She gets up there once again and, and makes the same command. This is a day that we'll always remember, like Pearl Harbor and January 6th. So I mean, I'm like right off the bat, you're like, give me a break. You yeah. know, because as as Liv and I were talking about, you know, what about the Oklahoma State building? That was a whole lot worse in January 6th. What about the David Koresh massacre? That was a whole lot worse in January 6th. So there's, I can name a hundred things in this country that have happened that were way worse than January 6th. Yep. Oh, yes. And, and you the, know, fa- so- the fact that they have the goal to, to even try to make that, or even try to make that comparison is what is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, and it gets worse. It gets worse. Listen to this. To imagine having a family member killed in 9-11 and then see that Biden rewarded Iran with $6 billion in frozen assets on the anniversary of 9-11. So he could have done this a week ago. He could have done this a month from now. But instead, he unfroze $6 billion to give back to Iran. And look, I know that it wasn't Iran that did this. We know it was CIA. It was an inside job. But nonetheless, the world thinks it was Iran. Um, so they handed $6 billion over to him and had a prisoner swap. What was it, like six to eight prisoners that they swapped back and forth? Yep. Uh, no, um, it was supposed to be, I thought it was five that we were getting for the $6 billion. Yeah. And that right? And that money was, was, was frozen in banks in South Korea. Mm-hmm. You know, which that was frozen. You know, it was frozen because the mullahs took over Iran. So it's really not even their money. Technically, it's belongs to the Shah and the people before they took over. Now, it, it doesn't belong to the people that are there. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and uh, Devo says that it's to get the asleep people believing their narrative. Um, but like, what in the heck are you thinking? On, on this day, you could have literally have done it a week ago. You could have done it a month from now. The fact that they did this on 9-11 is absolutely just nauseating. It's pretty insulting. I, I knew that they had come to that agreement. I didn't, is this, was today the day? Yeah, today was the day. For a, yeah, today was wow. the day. Like I said, and, and well, it wasn't I'm, an accident. I'm glad, he st- I'm glad he stayed in Alaska. He didn't, he didn't need to be york oh man and man i tell you that guy he he outdoes himself with stupidity i'm like man he can't top this he'll never be able to top this a part of me was waiting like he made it all the way down the steps of the uh, air force one i'm like oh sweet and a part of me was hoping that he would trip on the flat ground oh, um but that didn't happen so what did he do he gets up there right he gives a five minute speech and then says i don't know what you guys are doing tonight but i'm going to bed <laughs> I know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just and left the stage with, with the president of Vietnam on there. Yeah, still. And oh man, dude, dude. No wonder. No wonder the world is doing the things that they are doing. They can get away with it. Oh no. 
and then he I met, get away with it. Yeah. Who, so then what was it? Prince Ben Salami. I know it's Ben Salamani <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> he literally walks past him and shakes someone else's hand before he goes back and shakes the prince's hand. I mean, he's just one big giant faux pas after another. I think we lost the concept. Believe there, there, is. there which means you did. Yeah, there you we go. Got you back. It, he, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not mentally there. Which means that all the decision making that everybody is like, I can't believe Biden's doing this. He's not the one doing it. Again, it's Sullivan. It's everybody that we've said before. He's not pulling. He's not pulling the trigger on these things. No. It, yeah. He's he's just a he's a puppet at this point. A very which, yeah. Listening to somebody. Do you know what I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say that tells you what a bunch of POSs all these other people really are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's like, who's the bigger one? You know, the, the people running this show or the people that realize they're being used? Yes, I, I think it's the, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the people that are too stupid to know that they're being used. You know, because the, because the people running the show are stupid. You know, okay, and I, I have to, so Flight Work Mary brings up something. We've discussed this before, you and I have. She says, I mm-hmm. think it's a good guy under a mask. And I'm not going to lie. There, there were, I, I said that to, to living earlier. Mm-hmm. There's days where I'm like, okay, they're being so stupid making these, do, like I said, $6 billion on the anniversary of, of 9-11. Yeah. Like there has to be a good guy in a mask making them look like idiots. You know, same thing today. I'm listening to the news. Um, just literally one lie after another after another, after another. And I had asked on myself back when Trump was in office, like, why did you not overturn the Smith executive order that, that Obama Mm -hmm. had put in? And now I'm like, well, the world's getting a taste of absolute corruption and lies. It's starting to make sense why he didn't overturn that. Yeah. Because people see it. Well, they had, well, I mean, they saw it during his administration. Yeah. I mean, that's all the, that's pretty much, I mean, cut them some slack and, and let's just call it 85%, 90%, but 85% of all the the news and everything that they were talking about was not true. Yes. When it came to him. Exactly. But now you had to have this juxtaposition because now sure. you're seeing that, they, that they're doing the exact opposite of what they did to Trump. Yeah. You know, even now. Which to makes the, it even worse. Yeah, exactly. So, but the thing is though, is that, People are, are seeing even the, the biggest idiots in this world can't help but see it other than the people with cognitive dissonance that just don't want to admit that they were wrong. You know, I read you the story earlier. No point of arguing with an ass because they just want to be yeah. right. Um, but no, I mean, it's it's waking people up so fast. It's it's ridiculous. Um, why? I, you know, like I said, this is the most confusing time ever. And I do. I go back and forth. I'm like, man, there's no way these people are just idiots. And then I'm like, man, no. Nah. There's got to be a good guy playing a role right now. I think there's good guys doing things that are causing them to make these bad decisions. Yeah. Or, or does, or to speed things up. That is, that is the only, that's the only logical scenario for them to make so many mistakes and missteps is that there are, there are good people who are doing good things and they're doing good work, whether it's, whether it's it's whether it's jail or, or whether it's trials or what have you, there are people doing there are people doing work, and and they also fear, primarily they fear Trump, 
Why do they fear Trump? Because they see how the people act. They fear the people. Trump's yeah. just the, the kind of the they do things he sure can a whole lot than Biden, but they fear the people. From the hood all the way to the country club. Yeah. Trump's, Trump's the man. That's, that's why I think you're. Uh, uh, no, Trump's the man with the mic. Yep. Sure is. He sure is. And they, 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 they hate that. They hate that. They Cause do. they hate you. They hate See, us. It's, it's the same thing. You know, um, they, they hate us because they hate Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like as Christians, yeah, you know, yeah. Christ even warned us about this. I'm not comparing Trump to Jesus. I didn't mean to make it sound like that, but it's a similar scenario. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because he's basically all Trump is doing is showing people what's under the veil. He's pointing over there going, check that out, check that out, check that out. Because most of this country had no clue. Um, Newsmax tonight um, did a great show. I think it was on Greg Kelly, where he actually mentioned this. He was just like, he goes, no one had an idea the deep state was, but now everyone knows what it is. And he goes, and not only that, but they're realizing that it's way deeper than we ever imagined. And, and he's right because me as someone who's always been into conspiracy and kind of following this stuff, I had no idea how deep this went. I thought it was a bunch of corrupt people that just wanted to get wealthy. I had no idea that they were a bunch of Satanists and, and all that, that went really went into it. Um, I remember watching Alex Jones on um, this was two weeks, two weeks before nine 11 happened. And he had a guest on his show that was warning people what was coming. And he said, I don't know when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, but some major infrastructure is going to be brought down with airplanes. And he straight up called out what happened or some, what, well, what we were told happened. He straight up called it out on the show. Um, he ended up getting a job, guess where, as head of security in the World Trade Center. Yep. So he's no longer oh, with wow. us today to tell the story. But um, I will never forget that because, like I said, I was like, whoa, I remember hearing about this like two weeks ago. So today I came across something that was really interesting. James Woods, um, yep. the actor, um, was on an airplane before, like a month before 9-11 and saw some very sketchy activity by some foreigners on the plane and literally called authority to let them know what he was watching. And this may have been a dry run for what they were about to do. And no one listened, That's crazy. but he went the, on, um, he was on Huck, F- Huck, Huckabee. Show. He was on Bill. O- no, Bill O'Reilly. Okay. He I saw him on, on Huckabee O'Reilly as well. Show. I saw him on Huckabee as well. So he we went to a couple of places then. Yeah. Yeah, and it was Mossad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely well, Mossad holding hands with CIA. Yes, and with the FBI, because the FBI, the FBI was running the guy that had two of two or three of the other guys who were in the US. And uh they knew about him in 1999. Yeah. That's how far that goes. Remember Abel Danger? Yes. That's with uh, that's Tony uh, Tony Schaefer. They in DIA they they had eyes on them, but the the um, the DOD attorneys told them no, you can't 
you can't be you can't be talking about them and you can't be focused on them because they're here legally. Yeah. And then they try to talk to the FBI, and that was Jamie Gorelick's wall that they came out with the 9-11 commission, found out that that was up where none of the other agencies really could talk to to the FBI. That yeah. was the wall. Yeah. That was all Bill Clinton. No, it was. And it just, it's disgusting, you know, cause like I said, it's just the, that illusion of choice that I talk about the two, the two headed coin, you know, Republican Democrat, they run back and forth and they give the illusion that one's worse than the other. And then these guys are worse than the other. And then these guys are worse than the other again, when they're just literally on the same team. Yeah, they really are. You know who the, you know who the FBI director was during that time? And that was Robert Mueller. Ah, that's not a big, that's not a surprise whatsoever. Right. And then Louis free took over for him. Um, right after that, he had George Tenet was the CIA director for Clinton. And then for the first part of uh, Bush. Yeah. Mine, it's just, so they all knew what they all knew what was going on. No, they did. They did. And, and now you've got like the little things that are happening, the trial runs that they're making right now. So we, we talked uh, the other day about what was going on in New Mexico. So there was a, a pretty substantial protest today of Patriots um, mm-hmm. that went and protested this. And what did they do? She literally had people there with cameras so that they can go back and start um, grabbing these people at the event. Well, that sounds very much like J6. No, it, it's exactly what it is. It's literally what it is. And as a matter of fact, when um, when Kamala compared, uh, you know, J six to um, Pearl Harbor and to nine eleven, I was like, well, they, well, those things do have one thing in common. Yeah, <laughs> they were all inside jobs. <laughs> yes, they were. Yes, they were. Wow, the fact that she's doing that. You know what, man? You talk about really trying to push the button of the people, and and most of the people in New Mexico are red. They're, they're not liberal, but you're going to get somebody, even the liberals who are going to go, wow, that's enough. Enough is enough of that stuff. Yeah. Because what that shows, what that shows is that people like that are willing to turn anything on anyone that they don't, that doesn't agree with them with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And most liberal, most liberals are rebellious by nature because they're liberal, right? Yeah. They want to be progressive. You, you, they start thinking about if you start pointing things out that way instead of politics, you know, party politics with D's and R's and go, they're going to flip the script on you. You guys are rebellious. Oh, no, you guys don't like status quo. They're going to well, turn it on. You. And then what they're, they're, they're multiple aspects of this. They're trying to use this once again, just like J6 to get us afraid. So what they'll do is they'll arrest like a good bit of people. Um, and then everybody else is going to be afraid to break the rules. So today at, uh, in Washington, there was a bunch of uh, progressives that went into McCarthy's office and did a mm-hmm. protest there. And I didn't hear anything about any of them getting arrested or a snap on the hand or, or sternly written letters, there, nothing. There, there was no pearl clutching or gnashing of teeth over at MSNBC or CNN. Mm-mm. Matt Al, I don't, and I didn't have obviously the chance to, but I did. She's not doing shows anymore. But was anybody, you know, claiming an insurrection at all? Zero, except for the Patriots that were literally pointing out their pockets. Mm-hmm. See, but once when do we day, have? When do we have? What is today? When do we have a September 11th select committee for that? I'm waiting for it, man. And and mm-hmm. and but once again, I resort back to what I was saying earlier. All you're seeing is juxtaposed 
events happening showing how they treat one group and when the other group so is this about waking people up and you know to me it has to be because there's way too well, much of it. these aren't isolated it's like it's like one thing after the other i mean even like kamala comparing those three events together and then them doing exactly what they accused us of on january 6th today except they were in a congressman's office the speaker mccarthy's office yeah i think that i well there may be somebody that's pushing the button from afar that's getting them riled up and getting the getting the idiots to do the stuff uh, and you know and and to make these moves and yet at the same time i think there is a certain percentage of people who are ideological believers and they're that rabbit and yeah. they're we're willing to do this kind of stuff whether they're being coaxed or not yeah now it's i'm losing you again i'm going to talk until you come back on um that nah, we just lost conley completely <laughs> so uh yeah this is it's just getting absolutely insane so then what else do we have like the other smaller events that are happening state so california is talking about taking children from parents who oppose their gender transition. So Governor Newsom says that no state in America supports local control of parental engagement like the state of California. And yet he may soon sign legislation that would allow the government to take children away from parents who oppose their gender transition. So um, a parent being a good parent, you know, I mean, look, I wanted to be a transformer when I was a kid, but I'm very grateful that my mom didn't take me to the auto mechanic and have some wheels like riveted into my feet so I could ride down the highways at fast speeds. Um, you know, and it's basically, I mean, I don't, it's, it's the same thing. Like kids can't drink, they can't drive, they can't smoke cigarettes. They, you know, you, you hand a, a five-year-old a box of cookies, they're going to eat that box of cookies until they're throwing up all over the place. Like, you know, there's a reason that kids don't, have certain rights that adults have you know, tattoos. Um, Suski, no tattoos is, is a good example. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's just, I don't know. It, it's just disgusting where they're heading with this, especially with the whole transgender thing and then trying to flip it around to you. Um, you know, we discussed uh, the other day about like the Obamas, you know, so they would go after, um, Obama Brock for being gay. Um, eventually they're going to, you know, talk about uh big mike being transgender but who's gonna ask the question about where the kids came from because that's like the biggest lie in in the biggest lie in history yeah at and this point how are you gonna explain that when you told everybody that mike had a baby yeah that's a hard one like uh -huh. you're like okay yeah so mike was uh, a transgender and the next question is well, what about your kids yes you know how are they gonna flip that one around yeah ukraine Okay, Conley's phone died. So um, <laughs> it'll be us for the last 30 minutes. And uh, so we're back to the Kilted Christian show. Thank you, Conley, for coming on. I love you, brother. You're awesome. And that was commitment right there, being able to join us. So this was awesome. So I know um, not all of you guys are fans of rap, but we're seeing more um, examples of musicians coming out and doing their thing, waking people up with a little bit of truth. And in this case right here, the big truth, Jesus. Listen to this. I'll take the gift bestowed, a return a vessel. I am the one they chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be 
demons and devils surrounding me, hounding me, telling me, get rid of God. The heathens are creeping and teaching the children a strong delusion of who would have thought that we would be the generation taking on the army of Satan and breaking the law. They're taking our freedom and keeping us off. The world of believing that Jesus is God. Please save me, Jesus, I need you. Cause my cup empty, drinking too much juice. Cause this life crazy, I can't handle the truth. But I seen the devil in many lies, yo. I never seen God's eyes, but I seen the devil's. This guy's awesome. So I believe his name's Dax. Is that what Susie's saying? Yeah, Dax. Um, pretty phenomenal. And uh, yeah, I I had, I had not heard him until the other day. But I mean, he was literally calling out the system. I've never looked in an angel's eyes, but I've seen the devils. You know, trying to influence the industry. Um, but Jesus, I need you now. Like this is awesome. I'm so Dax Dax Doxend. Awesome. Yeah, you can find him. I think we put it in. I, I think I put a kilted. Yeah, Libin may have put that in our um kilted uh yeah on Telegram if it's not. But um yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of rap. Um except for Beastie Boys. I mean, I love the Beastie Boys. But uh but it's it's still phenomenal. Um because you gotta hit every genre of music yeah. with some Jesus mm -hmm. in order to wake people up. I don't care if it's heavy metal, if it's rap, if it's bluegrass, but that's kind of fitting gospel and bluegrass kind of fit in very well as you guys will see here soon um but nonetheless like hit every genre with some jesus music and you're going to get people listening to it. it you know so pretty awesome um next uh i can't tell you how many videos um i found today or living actually found them sent them to me that are dealing with uh stuff in the skies it's crazy all the little lights and flying things and motherships like they're they're really and then the pentagon releasing the ufo um the ufo uh website like they're really setting up a uh, project blue and they're going out of the way right now to do so give us the big distraction the question is is what are they going to do to give us that big distraction um what else we got today oh yeah so this right here pretty awesome um thing from tucker you know, those of you that live in Texas, um, you know, I was there not too long ago, as you guys remember. And, uh, you know, Abbott, he always does exactly what everybody else does. He plays the game. He tries to make you think that he's doing something and he's on your side. But is he really? And Tucker did not hold back. Listen to Tucker. Texans, do you think, are all on board with letting 7 million people cross into their state illegally? What percentage? Zero. Zero. I don't care what your race or Nobody is for that. That's insane. Has the governor of Texas done anything meaningful to stop that? No. The Republican governor? He's got a National Guard. He's the commander in chief of the National Guard. And it's Texas, so they're all large. And they have double-stack magazines in their sidearms. You think they couldn't stop that in a week if they... Of course. Assemble along the border. We're not, we're not doing this. No, he refuses to do that. He won't do it. And it's not like no one suggested. I've suggested to him three times, including in private at a cocktail party in Dallas last year. What are you doing, man? Don't you have a National Guard? Why don't you seal the border? Oh, it's very complicated. No, it's not. No, it's not. If someone's trying to break into my house, it's not complicated to repel the person. Do you have a firearm or don't you? Are you willing to defend your house and your children or aren't you? Well, it's, it's more complicated. That really tell me how. Speak slowly so I can understand. It's not more complicated than that. It's more dishonest than that. You're lying to me. You don't want to do it because your donors don't want you to do it. It's that simple. Abbott, liar, liar, and worse than liar, betrayer of your own people. That's what, that's what that is.
I was polite at the cocktail party, so I didn't say any of that. But I internally like an Episcopalian. <laughs> I thought those things. But the point is, if you assume that just because everybody wants something, you're going to again, pal. It's very likely that, in fact, you won't get anything that you want. You will just pay for what a small group of other people want. Mm -hmm. That's the way it works. Boo. Boo is right. Boo is right. It's not just frustrating. It's a betrayal of the core promise of the country, which is the people rule. A criminal act. Yeah, good for Tucker. Yeah, good for Tucker. I mean, he said it perfectly. He's like, it's really not that complicated. Like, seriously, you want to protect your family? Do you have a gun or not? You know, he's like, here, slowly so I can understand you. He's talking about too comp more complicated than that unbelievable um but good for tucker for calling him out and somebody said he's speaking like next president he really yeah he he is man and he he needs to be a very vote he's gotten the ability to be more vocal than he has been and i'm grateful that he is no longer at fox because he now can say whatever the heck he wants to say yeah he's not held down and, and i know a lot of people question you know is he paid up paid opposition or not like nonetheless everything he's been saying recently is waking people up so um, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that place once we get there, you know, to find out if he's paid or not, but nonetheless, it's, he is definitely opening up and, and talking some major truth. So, um, this one right here is pretty interesting too. So someone earlier said, um, I believe it was Wade said that this was uh Jesus's birthday, mm -hmm. September 11th. And I wasn't there, so I can't verify that for sure, but I do know that they use, um, and, and I've heard this before, so it's nothing new and it's nothing that I will discount because for, I mean, I, cause I don't believe that he was born on Christmas. I mean, I guess that's as simple as that. Um, you know, I, I was, I kind of go back and forth with September 11th or was it, um, uh, April 1st, you know, uh, you know, why is it called April fool's day? Um, I'm not really sure, but we do know that they like to use their symbolism. So this right here is a very interesting point that I never caught before. And it was the memorial that they placed on the grounds of where 9-11 took place, where the World Trade Centers went down. So listen to this. Let me start with a question. Has a hole in the ground ever been a memorial to anyone? Does that honor anyone in any way? What would be significant about a hole in the ground? It would honor someone. I've got a thought. Revelation 9-11. They have his king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek, he is called Apollyon, Apollo, the king of the bottomless pit, the angel of the bottomless pit. So you might honor a king of a pit with a hole, right? So how do we tie in Apollo, New York, and 9-11? Let's look. Statue, Statue of Liberty. Liberty. Why, JT, that's a lady. No, it's not a lady. That's a man. I'm going to show you that it's a man. Apollyon. Look familiar? Yeah. It's the sun god, Apollo. The illuminator. The light bearer. The light bringer. Does he got horns? Yeah, those look like horns, right? Well, that's pretty significant since Lucifer has all those same descriptors. Yeah, I wonder if there's a coincidence. There's no coincidences. 
Let's take another look at Apollo, or sometimes they would call him Helios. Check my boy out over here now. Leaving no doubt now. Looks a little different with the robe open. But this is Helios, the sun god in Greek. Also, uh, who was later replaced with the Colossus of Rhodes, which is, uh, yeah, which stood over the, the river. By, you know who? Apollo. Apollyon. Yeah, no doubt now, huh? And guess what? Apollo also had a sister. A twin sister, Artemis. So Apollo and twins. Huh. Twins. Twin towers. Interesting, only one of them has a spire on the top, huh? Yeah. Male, female? Maybe. Now let's go back to that memorial. Oh, that's right. There's not one hole in the ground. There's two. Twin holes in the ground. So is that Artemis and Apollo? Or is that Apollyon and Abaddon? Does it matter? I don't think it does. What I think matters is Revelation 9-11 and who Apollyon becomes. He becomes the Antichrist. And with all the New World Order talk associated with this day, what I find significant is we're almost here and the pit is open. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, like I said, as, as deep as you go down in rabbit holes, you end up finding yourself on a new one. Did you catch some of that, Conley? I did. Oh, I did. Are. It's pretty incredible. Oh, you're fancy today. Look a little bit, look a little different women. than in the truck. I've got to take a picture for all the women, you know. Conley is a fan For all, all the women. <laughs> Hello, butter turners. How are you? We're good. So, the Bible's kind of cool, isn't it? The Bible's pretty darn cool. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to uh, go to Revelation 9-11. So, uh, they have as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek is Apollyon. Literally nine eleven in Revelation. Let's see. So I mean, and and you know what's funny? There's still people out there that are like, no, you guys are a bunch of conspiracy theorists. And like, read the Bible. Come on, you know the whole twin thing. The fact that literally it says here that Abaddon or Apollyon will end up becoming the Antichrist. Come on. No coincidences, and this is one of those things that you can try to argue all you want to, but you're not going to get very good or far argument. No, no, you're not. You're not going to get. <laughs> the Bible is true. The Bible is true. Yeah, that was a model. Like I said, is I'm I'm pretty. I thought I'd pretty much caught all this stuff because I remember I remember seeing the uh, the ceremony that took place and it was a pretty creepy ceremony. And if you look down from a uh, bird's eye view, it was like the eye of Saruman or the, the, the third eye or the evil eye, whatever you want to call it. Um, with the way that the, the people in the ceremony stood, it was like the upper part of the eye, the lower part of the eye, and then the actual eyeball in the center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, symbolism, they keep saying that phrase, symbolism will be their downfall, right? Yes. And I think, you know, that kind of ties into with what we were just talking about a little bit earlier. They can't help themselves. 
their their arrogance and their stupidity too is just really on display for everyone to see yeah and it is actually kind of glorious when you think of it that way no it is and this is the stuff because like i said you know what we're doing and helping wake to truth is one thing but there's nothing more important than bringing people to god and this mm -hmm. is just happens to be one of those things that it's like dude how can you argue this literally revelation in scripture 9 11 talks about this and then once again like i said the um you know the the fact that they've got the statue of liberty out there um which is a man in a dress and mm -hmm. literally looks like the colossus of Rhodes. same thing except it, that is actually called a polyon um i call mm -hmm. it the colossus of Rhodes because that was kind of the the sailor name for it but a polyon was the actual name of where they put this statue um and I don't believe it's standing anywhere. I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was, uh, removed. It fell over during an earthquake or, or a war or something like that. But it's, it was in the strait, the, the, one of the straits that went through up towards like, I don't know, Damascus or somewhere in that religious area. Um, but nonetheless, like y these are just things that you just can't argue, man. And it's, it's mind blowing to me. Like every day you, God gives you another way just to, you know, to, prove that scripture was absolutely legit it gives you so many tools so many tools and says here you go man tell the people this that was really good or show the people this yeah you know and it was a, a go ahead no i was gonna say it's pretty incredible no it, i mean it is absolutely it absolutely incredible um another thing that i came across today uh jeff and i sent some stuff back and forth and uh we had a little conversation about this video that I sent him and he had seen this before and it was pretty interesting. I'm going to play this real quick and we'll have a conversation about it. But, um, is the earth 6,000 years old? What is said to come in 6,000 years? So this is pretty interesting. We reckon from Bible from 1813 has something very interesting. It is a facts page that contains a list of people and events in chronological order. It says, whereupon we reckon that from Adam unto Christ are 3,947 years, six months and ten days. And from the birth of Christ to this present year is 1814 years. Then the whole sum and number of years from the beginning of the world unto this present year is 5,788, six months, and the said odd ten days. In the year 1814 the world really was 5,788 years old. This year, 2022, the Earth would be approximately 5,998 years old. But we've got a couple of years left. <laughs> it sounds like we do. Yeah, just a couple of years, and then the, the next thousand years would be um, the Lord's reign on this Earth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, so Jeff and I were talking about today because um, about the signs and wonders, which we discussed, I believe it was on Saturday, we discussed signs and wonders. And uh, he is absolutely convinced. And, and Jeff's one of those people that I trust because he's not all willy-nilly about theories or, or feelings or dreams or any of that stuff. Like when he says something, um, you can pretty much count that he, that he feels it. You know what I'm saying? If he's putting mm -hmm. it out there and he is, let me find the dates again, convinced that something biblical is going to be happening, um, 
where are those? The, between the 13th and the 28th of September. Yeah, Jeff misses but, y'all too, by the way. That's in a couple days. Yeah, it start. Yeah, 13th is uh, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. yeah so between the 13th between the 13th and the end of this month like jeff is convinced that something biblical is going to happen um not rapture necessarily or anything like that but something that will not be ignored like like the signs that we're referring to and based, jeff's feeling based, based based on what what um no he's he's basing it off of a, a hunch and a feeling that he has but, right. but one thing about but here's the thing about jeff is that He's not a hunch and feeling kind of guy. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? He's very scriptural. And you know how careful Jeff is about um, or trying to come across as prophetic or anything like that. He's very careful mm -hmm. about it. So the fact that he has literally told me two times um, between the 13th and the 28th, something's biblical is going to happen. Um, I just, I can't deny that because Jeff's not that kind of guy. Like I said, he's, I'm more like that. Um, and then re remember is that Jeff texted me this before I told him about the dream that I had. If you guys recall the dream that I told you about where, um, our communications were completely locked down, no phones, no internet, no TV, no nothing. We hopped in our car a couple of days later, drove towards Lexington to see if we couldn't get some information about what was going on. They stopped us and said, you can't go past this point. The world's burning. And, mm -hmm. but before I even did that, he told me that something's going to happen between the 13th and the 28th. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, whoa. Mm -hmm. um, then remember uh, the celestial event that I was talking about last week that's supposed to take place September 18th, which is um, the moon at the bottom or the moon below the feet, the child within the womb of the Virgin, which is Virgo and all that stuff lining up like straight up. And again, hasn't happened before, will never happen again. I mean, think that's pretty incredible too. Yeah. And then, um, this is another like what, six or seven, well, not about another eight months off, but then remember the eclipse that we had, mm -hmm. um, like some years ago, a little bit like, uh, under seven years ago. And then seven years later, we're supposed to have the second part of that eclipse, which goes down the exact opposite way that it did. And it forms an X, um, due, due west of Kentucky. So I, I believe that it's like just west of Kentucky, maybe Missouri or something in that area, but not too far away. I'm talking like maybe a, a five hour drive away from where we are right now to where this is supposed to, where the X is the, the totality X is supposed to happen. And if you guys remember the video that I've done, go check it out. Um, I know Libby's put, um, put the link up before, but it was, uh, my walk with Daniel. Um, and then another video that I had done years ago, which kind of goes into this a little bit. Um, when I was digging into it, I found an eclipse, um, historically that took place seven years before Christ died. And then at three o'clock in the afternoon, the blood or the moon or the sun goes dark. Remember, um, that it talked about in scripture when Jesus died on that cross. And, you know, my question was, was that the second part of the eclipse seven years later? Cause I just find it ironic that it was seven years after the original eclipse that's talked about that took place literally right in the, the Golgotham, uh, Damascus, like right in that area is where this took place. Mm. Hmm.
So it's like, it's history repeating itself. Will the sun come back on the same event where the sun died? That's a good question, right? Mm -hmm. Will it come back? And I got to stay. I've got, I've got to push this one more time. No one knows the time of the day, not even Jesus. But right. nonetheless, like when, when you look at these events, like it's remarkable. Um, the significance in this, like I said, seven years, seven. And then, like I said, it, it the last one that we had was seven years from the next one we're going to have, which is supposed to be in the spring of 2024 is when the second mm -hmm. part of what we saw takes place. And then, like I said, is the sun died supposedly seven years after this big eclipse that took place in that area. So my question is, was that the second eclipse? Like, I don't think Jeff believes that it was. I think he believes it was something in that. Um, but nonetheless, when I hear the sun turn to darkness, you know, I, the first thing that I think of in our world, the flesh world, is eclipse. Mm hmm Yeah. How can you? I, I think I think so. Yeah. I think that it makes sense. Yeah. How does the sun turn to dark? Other than other than that. Yeah. Or bill gates shutting it down or yeah exactly or aliens igniting volcanoes <laughs> <laughs> or maybe ocasio cortez flies a plane there or something and turns it off yes i mean because god can do anything mary you're right and i'll tell you right now um kitty too will agree with me if the jaguars win the super bowl this year jesus is coming back yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i'll just kind of high about that <laughs> My my guess though, um, I went back over the last couple of years because someone brought something to my attention. I was like, oh my goodness, you're right. So at the beginning of every every NFL season, they release the logo for that Super Bowl. Okay. So, you know, like XV one 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 or whatever the, the year of the Super Bowl, they always release like their their logo. And it's always broken into two colors. And if you go back and you look at the last three, and keep in mind, these were made at the beginning of the season, just like the one this year has already been made, and I've already seen it. The colors, the two colors that they use are always end up being the two teams that, that end up playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Win. Yeah, they end wow. up playing in the Super Bowl. So um, last year's colors were, the were um, I think it was like well, red and yet, or something. I, it, I can't remember last year's colors. But I did, I went and looked and like I said, is they, they literally, each color represents one of the two teams that's playing in the Super Bowl. So this year <laughs> it's red and purple. purple. So my guess is going to either be the, the, the Chargers versus the Vikings or, or maybe, or excuse me, the Chiefs versus the Vikings or maybe the Ravens versus uh, 49ers. <laughs> That'll make Mary happy. Oh yeah. The Vikings in there. Oh, and that'll make me happy Mary. too. I'd rather see the Jaguars, but you know, yeah. I, I I was uh, first and foremost a Minnesota Vikings fan. So, so awesome. mm -hmm. I still am. Yeah, but I do like the Jaguars. Yep. Well, I don't think it's going to be the Jets because apparently I heard that Aaron Rodgers got hurt five plays into the like game. literally five plays in the game. So let's just put it this way: his career for the Jets ended pretty darn quick because I it, it may have been a um an Achilles injury. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they were saying, I don't know if it was an ankle, an Achilles or something, but I mean, literally five plays into his Jets career, it may be done and over with, which is pretty sad. Um, you know, but it I'm is, also, they got paid. Yeah, he got exactly he got paid. It's what matters. Um, 
you know, but one thing that was really cool is like, that's one thing I love about the Jaguars is uh, sunshine. Oh, um, yeah. Lawrence is, is a Christian, an open Christian, not as like open as Tebow was, but he's still an open Christian. And apparently so is the quarterback in the Miami Dolphins because they're like, so tell us about this game today. And he goes, hold on for a minute. First, I want to say thank you, Jesus, for giving my Lord and Savior, for giving me the abilities to be on this field. Like, <laughs> so awesome to hear. I don't know. I get so excited when I when I see people yeah. utilize their time to to talk about their Lord and Savior, Jesus. It's, yeah. it's and awesome. they're going to get more and more bold with it. Yeah. Yep. They'll get, and then, and you will hear less and less about them on television. That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. They will, they will, it's the Tebow effect. You know what I'm saying? It so is. you can kneel on the side of a field as long as you're not praying. As long as you were um, kneeling, uh, you know, in support of Black Lives Matter, it's okay. But you, you kneel to thank God for a good play, and, you know, you're, you're not going to last that long in, in that industry. Mm -mm. That's okay. That's okay. Let them get paid, man. Let them get paid. Go do something else. Yeah, exactly. Think of the the what God's being glorified just for that moment. How many? How many people? How many tens of thousands of people are hearing it? Yeah, and it's going to be replayed. You don't think that gets replayed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got you know, we'll share that stuff. I know, man. Oh, I absolutely will. And uh, like I said, is one soundbite can go a long way. So keep it mm -hmm. up. Utilize that platform while you got it. And Kitty, too, you're right. If you're a Jaguars fan, you're as safe as can be. Just throw on those blue jerseys, sit out there, and you're not going to have any dew fires. Yeah. That's right. Jackson, <laughs> Jacksonville Stadium is not burning up anytime soon. No dew fires at all. Yep. Exactly. Well, man, it is 11.56, man. This, this show went by quick. and And... And I, I thank you, man. Conley made it home. He's he's actually on his own microphone right now. You can hear <laughs> less of the rattlesnakey sound yeah. and uh, the really clean, clear That's microphone. Exactly. So do you do you have any you want to say to our family before I get in the prayer? I can't wait to see you guys in about a week. Yeah, and, it, it's it's coming, Bye. and <laughs> I think I think one of the things before you pray. I would say everybody can pray at obviously at everybody traveling to the list who's getting there and who's um, going to be leaving. And that, that God, God is always obviously the entire focus, but it is going to be something, it's going to be something cool. The, the, the things that in a, in a, how's your mom, by the way, because um, you missed the meeting. Yeah. Rough day. She, uh, well, we, we had a, an eye appointment cause she's, um, hasn't been able to see for a little bit. And we made that appointment literally the day after we got to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, there's only one, um, optometrist here in our town. So, um, obviously it was a couple, you know, about a month and a half before we got her in. So we had to sure. get her in the day. We hadn't even, we thought Bards Fest at that point was going to be in another state. We weren't even doing the meetings yet. So I, didn't time it right at all totally no 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 it's all worked out but but the things that were talked about today um the, the people who are in charge and i think this is something scott talked about real quick this is so much different than um missouri and it's even so much different than yuba city and even though we had god god decided to make that pivot things are coming together really really well and 
you got a person here who's going to do a fantastic job of, for those of you who aren't going to be there, you're going to, it's going to feel like you're going to be there and which is going to be amazing. And then, um, but if you are coming and you have kids or grandkids, bring them because it's almost going to be a kid's fest. And, and I think that that's what kind of what we came up with today was doing one next year just for kids. Oh, that would be great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see, I mean, this place feels like God is here. The people will make you feel so at home and accepted. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's going to be unlike any of the other Bards Fest. For those who've already attended, it's going to be outside. The event doesn't end like before. The event ended when the event shut down at nighttime. People went back to their homes and we just got to hang out with each other or edit, mm-hmm. depending on who you were. Um, and then uh, this one is going to go on because we're going to have, like like I said, little fireside chats and, and scripture readings and and uh, people like Bob and Douglas playing their guitar singing around the fires. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be one of those things that goes on. And I even asked him, um, Willie, the guy that owns uh, the pavilion, I was like, you know, so what time do we have to shut down? And he goes, oh, we've gone all night. Mm-hmm. We've gone on until the, sun's, the sun has risen. So this is good. Um it's so fun. I was going to so so gun, Sarah says, so gun. Um, and just a reminder is that this is an open carry and a concealed carry state. And we have already talked to them. And it's all right, guys. If you guys are responsible gun owners, you can responsibly hook them to your hip or mm-hmm. your shoulders or wherever you guys hang your guns. So <laughs> I got my guns up here, bro. I know it's all the guns I need. <laughs> right along with my lightsaber and my 45. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Exactly. It's going to be neat. No, it, be neat. It, it is going to be neat. And you guys are going to absolutely love this. You're going to fall in love with this place. Um, and like I said, it is so beautiful. And the great thing too is the second highest peak in our area. So we're going to be elevated. We're going to be on top of, of everything. Um, just beautiful, beautiful area. Uh, the, the lake oh, is the real lake nice. Um, yeah, they, they've been kids. they've been cutting the grass this week. So everything's going to be trimmed down. Um, the wood's going to be cut up. So you'll be able to have your little fires and then we have the big fire pit and so forth. So it's going to be a great event. It'll be fun. It's a beautiful, you won't forget it. That's for dang sure. Nope. And if you can't make it, we're going to bring it to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So So don't feel like you're live and in technicolor. Yeah. Depending on we get cameras or not, I guess that's kind of the big start first, (laughs) but uh, yeah, we'll see. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Jay Wu. Glad you made it. And same with Matt and Hev. You guys popped in here too. Awesome. Yes, there's bathrooms and they do have showers and there's yeah they've got a a um yes and they they have a all gender bathroom no, I'm just kidding <laughs> they've got check this out guys male and female yeah. bathrooms <laughs> they don't have he shim shimsher bathrooms it's male and female and then they'll have porta potties so I think they're getting like six porta potties which are going to be closer to the stage. So you will have, like I said, your, your bathing area slash bathrooms, yeah. um, as well as the, uh, the facilities that are closer to the puka potty. Exactly. <laughs> um, but they will be cleaned out every day. Um, so like I said, these, these things, they, they really take care of this. They, they will be cleaning the event, everything daily. So you guys are good to go. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. And you can, that's and, exciting. Or you can be in the lock. Yep. Yep. In the lock. Yep. Or you can. <laughs> In the baptism trough. Yeah, 
Does the camping have electricity? Yes, it does. Yes, every um every camping place um that you per everything that you rent either has the one for your RV or um they have the ones for you know just regular plugins for the actual camping facilities. And if you guys want a little bit more privacy, you're welcome to go to the back side of the lock. And um, there's no electricity back there, but it's private. Yeah. And, and he's okay. given us permission, you know, for you to separate and kind of have your own little space. So just, you know, if you're, if you're like one of those campers like I am and don't use electricity, um, that's where you're going to set your tent up. But like I said, this, yeah. this facility is huge. Yeah. The pavilion, 1600 underneath, from what I understand, it'd be stacked chairs not to mention all the space around it. And it's built like this awesome amphitheater to where the music goes out and it doesn't bounce back in. So they, they did a phenomenal job with this and uh, looking forward to working with my crew um, on the video team. Um, we're going to get all this together. So this is going to be pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Spectacular. Yeah. yeah. You know, I won't, cool. I, I sadly won't be camping this good. Cause I got to get home and, and take care of my mom in the evenings. Um, yeah. yeah so we won't be camping, but we'll still be there. Yeah. We'll be running over there, time. hanging out for a little bit, coming yeah. back home to mom and then heading back over the next day so we can start the stream again. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm looking forward to it, but, uh, Conley brother, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. I mean, from the road. Yeah. From the road. The homie. road of homie, the show must go on. The sheriff. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we got to meet Texas DPS. Texas DPS. I was I was so hoping that that like that was gonna be there. live. <laughs> be like, hey, welcome to Kilted Christian. Hold on, and you want to listen to this? <laughs> Hold on. It's just a lot. Your name, David Isabel. Well, thanks, man. Pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> but anyways, uh, let's go ahead and uh, do a little prayer, and we'll get you guys on over to uh, Fishers and Men. Everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another day. Thank you for just blessing us with everything that you blessed with, dear Lord. We can sit back, we can laugh, and we can joke. Why? Because we fear not. We listen to you, Father. We've got so much faith, and we're building that faith up more and more every single day. We know that the times are going to get chaotic before you come back. But guess what? That chaos means you're going to be back here soon. And today, we're closer than we were even yesterday. So, Father... I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, you know, we're going to get through this. I'm ready to go into this battle. I'm ready to serve you in any way, ready to go on this battlefield, whether we die or we live, dear Lord, we're going to get to live eternally in heaven just for all that we do. Dear Lord, thank you for listening to us as we repent. We uh, tell you all of our foibles and all the mistakes that we make daily as humans, dear Lord, but you still love us and you still forgive us and you still give us that chance to get into heaven. So I ask, dear Lord, that you continue to give us everything that we need as we go into this battle. Dear Lord, give us the, the discernment that we need. Give us the wisdom that we need. Give us the strength and the courage, dear Lord. Continue to mend our armor, dear Lord, so it's always nice, shiny, and strong before we head into this war. Dear Lord, never let us miss a moment of prayer. Let us start our days with prayer, end our days with prayer, and pray as much as we can in between. Dear Lord, let us take the time to make everything that we do in our daily lives about you. And we're all guilty of not doing that, dear Lord. But, you know, I think about you throughout the day, all day long. And we have discussions and these conversations, dear Lord. And we're making better efforts every single moment. And many of us are way farther along than we were just even two, three years ago. So thank you for having the patience with all of us to get us to this point. 
Thank you for giving us this opportunity for this Bards Fest, which is going to be right here in the beautiful state of Kentucky, Father. God's land, as far as I'm concerned. It's like little mini Scotland, and I'm just grateful that you brought us here, and you're going to be bringing Bards Nation here. And Father, for all those people that just can't make this trip, um, I just ask that you give them the time where they can join us online, dear Lord, because you've also given us our, our enemy's weapon so that we can use it as our own and, and reach other people and let them hear these conversations and hear the scripture and the preachers and all the different things and the speakers that are going to be talking at this event. Father, I ask that you let this go off well and safe, dear Lord, and we don't know when things are going to get even worse than they are right now. We know that things are coming. So I ask, Father, if all you can do is to hold off until this is over. Let us have this one beautiful, great revival, one more, dear Lord. And if you see it fit to have another one down the road, even better. But dear Lord, let this one go off so smoothly that we can all come together at this moment and just pray, talk about you, have conversations, and just grow more as we unify with each other, dear Lord, in the world that's trying to divide us. Dear Lord, thank you for the family right here that you are building up. The ones that come later and listens to our show while they're at work or heading to work, dear Lord, the family grows more and more and more. And I am so thankful, dear Lord, for this opportunity that you've given me. And you, you took a lot of poison out of my life and you filled my life with just nothing but blessings and wonderful people. And I am thankful for that. Dear Lord, bless every one of these people that are here. Bless the ones that listen later. Bless those people that don't listen to this show at all. Dear Lord, because there's so many people out there that are trying to step up and, and spread your word in any way they possibly can. And, and I thank you, dear Lord. I thank you for making me hear again. When I was just deaf and blind, you gave me and you gave me my hearing back and you sent me on this mission. And I just am speechless often that you pick someone like me to be here to do what I'm doing today. And it's like that with every one of us, dear Lord. You chose us to be here at this moment to come together and serve this great mission for you, to serve through this battle, because we are your A-team, dear Lord. We're your Delta Force, and, and we're just grateful and thankful. So, dear Lord, let us build our faith up more and more every single day. Let us help others build their faith up, dear Lord, and let's help others, those that don't know you, find you. Let's help those lukewarms that have forgotten you to see you again, dear Lord, so that we can get this army bigger and more people can have that opportunity at heaven. Dear Lord, let us come up with new ways to wake up those sleepers, the ones that just don't want to wake up. Let us not be frustrated with them. Let's never forget where we came from individually, dear Lord. Let's never forget that so that we can have that same love and patience with those other people that are where we used to be. Many people forget where they came from, Father, and they become judgmental, but not us, dear Lord. Let us always be there with open arms so that we can embrace them with a hug and answer the questions that they need. Lead them down that narrow towards you and have that little peek under the veil that you have already given us the privilege of seeing. Dear Lord, thank you for picking us. Thank you for giving us the knowledge and the wisdom that you have, dear Lord. And please, dear Lord, just continue to give us everything that we need. Remove that evil and that temptation that's coming at us more and more every single day. Let us ignore the devil's tactics, dear Lord, and just have that courage and bravery to know that you've given us the authority to defeat them, dear Lord. And we're going to do that. We are so excited to be able to get home, dear Lord, and to walk away from this terrible vacation. But let us embrace this place while we're here. Let us fight every single day, dear Lord, through information. And if the time comes to throw the rocks and pull the swords, dear Lord, don't let us hesitate. But let us do it in your will, not ours. We love you, dear Lord, and we're thankful for everything.
In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Duncan friggin' McGregor. <laughs> I know I'm going to get to see Jim friggin' Conley. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might need to take a ride in a truck together for old time. I know. Thanks. I always see, I see <laughs> Conley, I see Conley more out of state than when I actually lived in the same state. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's good. That's how it should be. I know. I, I'm excited to get to see everyone. I got, when I can work my way out of the little um, stage left hole that I'm going to be stuck in for three days, uh, I'll get a chance to come out there and say hello and give everybody big hugs. So I'll drag him out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On, on occasion, it's it's hard to visit people and direct at the same exact time. Um, I'll figure out a way. I'll figure out a way. Yep. But I'm looking forward to the team. I'm looking forward to Conley's team. I'm looking forward to eating some of Conley's good food too. Yeah, buddy. Oh, Me too. Yeah. I know, but <laughs> you have Conley's food and then everything else in your life is just subpar. Yeah. You're like, wow, I haven't been living right. I know. And everyone here that was at that last um, festival knows exactly what I'm talking about, man. He makes some pretty darn good food. But um, Conley, brother, thanks again for joining us this evening, man. I'm from the You're vehicle. Welcome, I love you. We will uh, be back tomorrow evening. And then Conley will be back live tomorrow night on his own show. And you don't want to miss that one, too, because he's already got some great things to discuss, including the event that he attended tonight, which is why he could not go live. Um, right on. Living. Yes. Always loving having you next right. to me. I know they can't hear you necessarily without this uh, mic being right in the face, but that'll be here at some point, but at least you got a comfy chair to sit in at the I moment do. and a beautiful little fur baby sitting right I over there do. next I to us while the other one is sitting in its repentance cage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to thank everybody here in the chat. Those watching later. I love you all very, very much. And I'm quite thankful for all that you do. Um, you make life just so much more tolerable while we're here on this earth. Um, you know, we got a lot of work to do. We got to set our kids straight, protect our children as long as we can get information out to people just not only the stuff happened on this earth but more importantly god let them know god let them understand scripture and utilize all these little signs and wonders that god is presenting to us right now to help wake those other people up but i love y'all very very much sure we're a little bit late but make sure you get on over to fishers of men and see scott here in just a little bit tell him i am sorry and we will be handing out tardy slips at the door I love y'all very, very much. I will see you tomorrow evening for Kilted Christian episode 457. Have a beautiful night and God bless. Friends and family, don't ever forget that when the devil and our enemies find us on our knees, assuming that we've been defeated, that we're actually in prayer, which is the greatest sword in our armory. And the real war is just about to begin. I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of the Kilted Christian, which is the second show in the Bards block of Bards Nation Network. Don't forget to go watch Fishers of Men tonight and every night at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And just like in old radio fashion, we sign out with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held at the Bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and 
Just been informed that there is no Fishers tonight. So have a great night, guys. Enjoy yourself. Take a little time off. Um, do something fun. Listen to some music. Spend some time with family. Read some scripture. That's always a great place to go. But I want to thank you so much for joining us this evening for Kilted Christian episode 456, the Conley Month or the Conley Show featuring the Christian. We give Conley a show. And uh, I love you all very, very much. I'm thankful for everything that you do. Once again, we know how the story ends, and it's a good thing because God wins. So stress not. Let go of the anxiety. We're going to get to this just fine as long as we keep in prayer. Spread that gospel from nation to nation. Do everything that you possibly can for the Lord Almighty and what we can do to protect these children. And we're going to be A-OK. Just a little hard to have patience, but we pray for that too. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow night for Kilted Christian episode 457. Have a beautiful evening, and God bless.
rise and the day does break the warriors say the west's
I'm going to try to sneak one more song in here, guys. If the show goes down before I get a chance to say goodnight, I apologize. I think I have about a minute before it kicks me off. We shall see, but I'm going to end the night with a little bit of Johnny Cash. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the air And you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you You stay the hell away from me, you hear? I wear this crown of thorns Upon my liar's chair Full of broken thoughts I cannot repair Beneath the stains of time The feelings appear you are someone else I am still right here What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away You could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt If I start again A million
away. Everyone have an absolutely beautiful night. We will see you tomorrow. They're going to be kicking me off here in just a moment because I've gone over my allowed time because I'm too cheap to pay for the four-hour shows. But, guys, I love you very, very much. I'm thankful that you stayed with us a little bit longer. Have an absolutely beautiful night. Don't forget to give a big, long prayer. And thank you, Lord, for all that you have blessed us with. And we'll be back tomorrow for Kilted Christian episode 457. We're going to go back into our little conversation that we're having about how God uses questionable people and events to serve his purpose. And uh, we will figure out where we're going to start tomorrow, moving on from Judas. Guys, I love you very much. I will see you tomorrow evening. Have a beautiful night. Excuse me.